Hey everyone, did you think it was going to be different? Well, so did I. What I've learned is that I'm not your typical daughter, mom, ex-wife, business owner, or maybe I am, but I just don't know it because no one talks about it. We are all too busy with a bunch of different balls in the air to take time to process, well, just about anything. But that is all going to change with this tribe. Ladies, I'm one of you. I've been there and done that. And we don't need to go through it alone. Will we be practical? Yep. Will we be goofy? Absolutely. Will we swear? You bet your sweet ass. By the way, little secret, this is not going to be the podcast you want to listen to in the van with your kids. So ladies, slip on your heels because we all feel more powerful in heels. Grab your wine because it's five o'clock somewhere. And let's dive into Not Your 1950s Housewife with me, Gina Seminary. Hey, y'all. I hope that you're having a great week so far. We are back live from my kitchen quite again, enjoying some cheese, crackers, and wine with Alisa Whitfield. Yeah. As founder and CEO of Dress for Success Rochester, she empowers women to achieve economic independence by providing career development tools, a network of support, and professional attire to help them thrive in the workplace. Welcome, Alisa. Hey! Yay! I'm so excited to be here. This is such a cool setup and wine. Oh, yes. Delicious <laughs> wine. Everything is better with wine. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, Alisa and I just came from a Dress for Success board meeting, and then she followed me back to my humble abode to which my kids and mother put together a nice little spread here for us. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm mentioning the term dress for success. And obviously as a board member, I know about the organization and it is a national organization. So for listeners who are not right in Rochester, New York, could you explain more about the mission and the purpose behind dress for success national? Yeah. So it's actually international. We are a global organization uh, with 150 Uh, 154 affiliates around the world. So we go from little old Rochester to little old Kathmandu. Okay. I mean, it is absolutely astonishing to me to know that the need to help women achieve economic stability Mm -hmm. and to gain access into the workforce is a need all over Mm -hmm. the world. Paris, Milan. These are the places that we have one. I hope we have an affiliate conference in Paris one yes, day. Yes, that would be great. <laughs> We're lobbying Just let me for know. that. Yeah. <laughs> I will clear my calendar. <laughs> yes, but the, the great thing about being a part of a global um, organization is that network of other women leaders that we can, you know, Um, bounce things off of each other, talk about what's working here. It may not work in Cork um, in Ireland or, you know, so we really just bounce ideas off each other and talk about what are the needs in your community. So um, when I started Dress for Success here in Rochester um, in 2015, I knew there was a huge gap between the women who were receiving services like training programs or or job training programs, or um, even from the Department of Labor to where were they actually getting jobs 
Or if they got a job, how long did they keep it? Right. We didn't know that information because no one was tracking that. Okay. And uh, Dress for Success has that model where we track that. And um, we not only help them get the job, we help them keep the job, and then we help them move up into careers. I mean, that's my job every day. Right. It's so great to see the transformation of someone's life in a matter of, well, since we opened 2015 to now. Right. To see people progress. I mean, I walk out of work every day with a smile on my face. Who wouldn't want to do that? Right. So it's such a new organization locally. For locally, yes. But it's actually been around for 22 years. Um, it was started in 1997 in the basement of a church by a young woman who had um, gotten a, um, her name is Nancy Lublin, but she got a $5,000 inheritance from her grandfather and said, I want to help women um, basically dress, help them dress appropriately for interviews and help them get the resources they need. $5,000. So you know what I did <laughs> in 2015 when I lost my job? Hopefully you inflated that $5,000. <laughs> no, no, because that's all I had to give was $5,000. I took it and I opened up Dress for Success for Rochester. Look at you. Mm -hmm. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that's my story. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. So the organization at a whole mm -hmm is really focused on helping women mm -hmm. be prepared for the interviews, mm -hmm. know yeah. how to dress the part, yep. help coach them on how to handle interviews and workplace environment. Mm -hmm. And then after they get the position, we They're also coach them. them through getting promoted. Yeah. Um, what happens if the job's not a good fit for them? Do we help them find? We try. Uh, so really the trick is to get them back into the boutique. So the process is there's a, um, when they first come in, it's called the first impressions coaching and styling session. So they get styled from head to toe for interview and then they get coached up and they're confident and they go out and they rock that interview. They call us back and then they get the second step, which is to come back and get um, up to a 10 piece wardrobe and some more coaching and be matched with a mentor if they choose to have a mentor mm -hmm. um, through the first 90 days of work. All okay. right. So it's getting them That's awesome. it acclimated to that new work environment. If um, they're having any complications, they have a person right. that they can talk to. Um, for example, just calling up or emailing and asking, how do I talk to my supervisor? Right. You know, she's, I feel like she's nitpicking or, or little things like that. Right. How do I get out of this? Or my coworkers are gossiping or right. do I have to tell them everything about me? And oh, they yeah. ask me too many questions, you know, things oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. That could really drive you to say, this isn't for me. This place isn't for me or, or feel like you don't belong. So we try to help coach them through that. And then as they progress, the goal is really to keep them there for one year. Okay. Because, you know, if you can stay in a job for one year, you can see now, are you going to stay there and try to move up? Or do you have the skills now to go and find another place? So that's where we get to, okay, this isn't the right fit. We try to like at least get to a year. Right. And then let's try to see where else you can go from there. And when they call us back or we call them and we say, okay, are you still there? What's going on? They tell us and then we try to help coach them. Like, is this a time to leave or 
you know, do you just need to apply for a better position at that company? So it's really about being there and that support that they need going forward into career advancement. It's building a relationship. That's right? exactly what it is. It's not, it's not it transactional. Is. It's not, hey, we're just looking to place them for the first you it's know, not 90 just days. Put, you are following up with them. Right. We are making sure that they're succeeding in their position mm -hmm. and that if they need help, we're there to help them. Right. And it's not what most people, and, and the name says this, dress for success, but it's not just How putting clothes on people. It's not just a suit. It's not just the dress. It's what comes after. And that is the message that I think every Dress for Success affiliate, um, including the Rochester one, needs to get that message across and struggles to sometimes because the name is Dress for Success. Yeah, but if you think and about it. And it's a fun thing to well, dress people oh, up. Right. But right. if you think about it, I'm thinking of Annie. You're never fully dressed without a smile. Oh, yes. Right? One I mean, my like, favorite movie. I can't believe I just pulled it out of my you know what. <laughs> but no, seriously. I mean, sometimes no matter what you're wearing, it's what's going on inside. That's right. Or in that phrase, the smile mm -hmm. that you're also dressing. Right. And um, I think that's a huge dynamic to the organization yeah. that it's not just what you see, it's how you feel that sometimes is more powerful than the way that you look. Oh, definitely. Oh. And, and, you know, what I noticed was as I'm working with women that they're coming from all walks of life. So I was gonna ask you that. we have women that, you know, may not have a high school diploma or have their GED or have a master's or have just fallen on bad times and that, you know, we're nonprofits. Or that's how we serve. But it's important to know that economic status isn't the only thing that women actually in all economic socioeconomic statuses need this kind of support and help so i just love that i'm able to not only serve the women that come through dress for success but on the side i'm able to help those who maybe can't afford our services or afford services or afford a coach to also help them. So on the side of Dress for Success, I work with young professionals that also may need just a lift up and they may not know why they're stuck in this one position. And it could be as simple as they're dressing inappropriately hmm. and HR or people don't want to talk about that now. Right, right. So they just let them keep going and they don't promote them. Um, and, or they're just not networking correctly. So doing both sides, working on the nonprofit side and helping young professionals is really what just drives me every day. So Okay. Mm -hmm. So then I find it interesting when you lost your job, mm -hmm. how did you determine that this was the organization that you wanted to bring to Rochester? So, you know, when you turn 40 something, <laughs> you start reevaluating yourself and saying, you know what? Well, there's a couple things we do. One, we don't want to put up with bullshit anymore, right? I'm turning 40 in July. Oh, so phenomenal. it'll hit you, but you've already been there. So you're already there. <laughs> I'm not dealing with bullshit yeah, anymore. Trust exactly. Me. <laughs> I can tell you, you're already there. But um, I was at that point, my kids were getting older, about to start graduating from high school and all of that. And I sat and thought, okay, what is my impact going to be? Yeah. 
what's my legacy yes. going to be, yep. right? Yep. My kids know I work hard and I've done this and I've done that. I've gotten this, but what's my legacy? And I was working at another nonprofit and it was great. I was helping people, but that wasn't what I wanted my impact to be. I, I always did things volunteering with women, um, mentoring women, mm -hmm. young women, um, and I wanted to pursue that. And I mean, you know me, so you know, I love, love, style, fashion, mm -hmm. all of that. And I wanted to put the two together. Okay, so how about I go online and I'm looking, like searching, what should I do? What should I do? Thinking to myself, how can I put these two things together and dress for success? I had known about the organization a little bit, just Googled it again, and they were looking for someone to bring it to Rochester. And I was like, okay, this is my time. Yeah, your divine sign. And I also knew I had a chance of being laid off. So right. Perfect timing. I was just like, you need to pursue this now. Jump oh, yeah. on it. it took about two years for me to get the Dress for Success license. But um, after that, I was golden. I, would, I just took the jump. Yeah. And I mean, it helped that I had some great people that wanted to help me get there, you yeah. know? So um, I'm forever grateful to those women that came on board when I was just talking about it. It's right. an idea. I was right. like drinking wine or sitting at coffee saying, here's what I Here's really what I want to do. do. I remember meeting you probably two, probably two years ago yeah. now and yeah. having that same conversation over coffee about here's what we're trying to build in Rochester and yeah. here's what the organization does. Yeah. And it's been amazing to see how far we've gotten in just a few years. We're almost to five years. How exciting. I know. I can't wait for next year when we throw this party. Yeah. Five, year anniversary. five year anniversary. We got to do a big, have a big party. Mm -hmm. So then tell me a little bit about how One Hope Wine factors mm -hmm. into and comes into Dress for Success. So One Hope Wine is my newest adventure, I would say. I, um, so I'm a nonprofit right? So I don't necessarily make a lot of money. I'm not going to get rich working at Dress for Success and nor should I, right? So I also started thinking like, um, I love helping people, but I love me some shoes too. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to do something else that can supplement that income and also still be within that not take me too far away from Dress for Success because I am the face of Dress for Success and I'm the driver of it. So I don't want people to have mixed messages, you know, by taking another job or pursuing something else. So, I mean, one day I'm sitting here and someone's, um, it came up on Facebook or something, yeah. like give back to your organization by buying wine. I'm like, well, Cheers. that's a no brainer. <laughs> like, yeah. Here we are. Yes. <laughs> so, why wouldn't I do this? So One Hope Wine is a wine company that was started by a group of friends who wanted to give back and not be in the gimmicky way of, you know, sometimes companies do. Mm -hmm. Like it's breast cancer month. Let's do a special wine or a special um, gift with purchase for breast cancer month. And it goes to that. They wanted to do it year round. Oh, okay. So what a great concept. And it doesn't hurt that Robert Mondavi's grandson, I mean, 
Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. So it's now it's associated with Robert Mondavi. Right. It's great wine. Right. And they give 10% back to Dress for Success every time I get people to buy wine. Like that's that's awesome. a no-brainer. Plus, I get to make a little bit of money on that as well. And yeah. I get to help other women who want to, you know, pursue something else and stay at home or do that. That's they can awesome. do this as well. So I get to go to people's houses and teach them about wine and drink wine and make money for my organization. See? And that's why we should be drinking that tonight. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but See, I'm going to get you to buy a case too, oh, Mama. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> there should never be a shortage of wine in my house. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's like fun stuff, great wine, sparkling um, oh, wine. Oh, some of these bottles. You guys yeah. gotta go online and you look have at the to website and look up and one look hope. Up. What are those bottles? The, the, the sparkling, sparkling wine in the sparkling and shimmery bottles. So I mean, glitter bottles. So that's that's fun. just it's for a, us. I mean, you know they're trying it. to get us. And, <laughs> yeah, I can see a man with a glittery bottle. Yeah, but no, they they love that. They have, um, you know, I I think the way for me to go about this is also to look at. Um, companies and people who give do gifting programs at their companies because right. we have great gifts and you can customize it you're having a party for your company and the colors you can do a bottle a glitter bottle of champagne for that you know things like that and then 10% of it comes to dress for success so now you're giving back as you drink wine at your company I, I just saw this um, one organization where they showcased how much they had given back from through wine. wine. <laughs> yes, and it was like a couple thousand a year of just buying wine. So that's a sponsorship. Or that's, you know, money that they would normally spend, but they got something out of it, right? So um, I just love the organization. I mean, their, um, their mission, I just love how they say it. Our one hope is to bring together a community that makes the world better through memorable wine experiences. Okay? Yeah. That's, That's a not company. what I do when I drink wine. <laughs> I, I forget things. Yes, I do too. I think so, the world slowly becomes a worse but, place when I drink wine. But it just makes <laughs> you think about um, how companies now are being held to the, their, oh, yeah. their feet are being held to the fire. Like, what are you doing for my community? Right. Why right. should I buy from you? Well, this is why you should look at One Hope and buy and put Dress for Success Rochester in as your place that you want to donate. But the best thing about it is each bottle already gives to a charity. So the sparkling that we love and want to talk about, the glitter bottles, they, that one bottle feeds like 10 kids. Okay. You buy that one bottle, that money already goes to feed one, 10 kids, but then 10% of it 10% comes to us too. So, so you're people, double giving so by when, drinking. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the best thing. So when people go to, is it onehope.com? Oh, it is onehope.com. Yeah. But they got to put my info in so that I can get the credit for it. Understand. So we can put that, you know, in I, your Yeah, I can podcast. do that. These bottles are amazing. Okay. Yeah. So. When they're checking out, though, mm -hmm. they choose a charity, a charity that they, that they want to give to. Yeah. And so the, the gist how of does, it is, think about... How do they make money? How do they do this? Well, 
there's a lot of people buying this wine <laughs> only in that because it's good. And um, the way they make, I think the way they make money is through what they have is called the Grateful Club. Okay. And it's, you pay $19.99. It's almost like Amazon Prime for wine. Say what? Yeah. So you pay $19.99 for the year. <laughs> you get $10 shipping on your wine and you're giving back um, by the case. Like, so if you buy a half case, you're giving back 10%. If you buy a full case, 20%. Like, come on. See, and I, I like what you're doing here. And mm -hmm. I think some people might be like, I can't believe she's doing this. But yeah. if we think about myself, I have my financial advising business, which mm -hmm. is one side of my personality. But here I am building this podcast, which is something I've always wanted to do, yeah. which is a completely different side of me, but it's right. still part of me. Right. It's the same thing you're doing. You've it's got the dress for success initiative in mm -hmm. the organization there. Yeah. And then you've got the one hope that's just tapping into another area of who you are and what you want to be. But right. they also transcend just like the podcast and my financial advising business. That's does. right. And, and for anyone who thinks that you should just be one thing, Ugh, they need the to just struggle. ride their butts on down the street because that's just not how the world works now. You have to have multiple streams of income. Nobody says anything when Beyonce does a movie and she sings. They buy, they go to the movie and, and they, they go pay. buy her tickets. Yep. So you're going to give Beyonce your money. But if I want to do two things, you're like, oh, yeah, she's, she's doing too much. She's not focused. Right. Okay. Right? You no, that's see? such a good point. You're okay with going and doing all that for a celebrity. But what about your the people you're in your neighborhood right who want to have you know multiple streams of income what's wrong with that see but i think what's interesting is that in both ways that you're focusing on your passion yeah. you're giving back to the community yeah it's not like you're being selfish but in that, any way shape or form that and is i think my that's passion but i think that's huge yeah and i think that's a shift in generations mm -hmm. right like you know my tagline for my life is to make a positive impact on others. Mm -hmm. Right. And I do, I think when you have kids, you realize what am I giving that to them? Means, what, yes. you know, you've got this generation here that you want to make the world a better place for right. somehow, even if it's just in my house, yeah. how do you go about doing that? And I think you're doing it at such a larger spectrum yeah. through the dress for success, Rochester, and then tapping into another element of that with right. the one hope wine. And I'm getting to live I'm getting to do what I love. I love wine. I love what it, the smell. I love, like, I really enjoy it. And it's a great excuse to get together with friends and say, here, try this new one. I mean, and it does not, um, it doesn't take away from who I am. So I, I went through this exercise and I don't know if you've done this, but I do workshops on this now too, where we, have to think about and we're looking at who we are by putting out what three words just three that mean something to us matter to us or describe us right so i went mm. through this exercise and that now that i have done that i did that about four years when i was going through this oh, yeah. what am i going to do with my life yeah. i did that exercise i came up with who I am. It's compassion. It's passion, compassion, and style. Right? It. Yes. That's so now when I have to make a decision on where I'm going to volunteer, who I'm going to, what, what events I'm going to go to, 
who I'm going to interact with, it, it has to do with those three things. So you already know compassion. I mean, I work at a nonprofit. I started one for goodness sakes. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and, um, and passion. I'm just so passionate about building relationships with women that can help us all be lifted up. Like, I mean, it takes so little to do that. Just sitting here talking to you, encouraging you to do this podcast, like keep it going, asking questions about why you're doing it. Oh yeah. That lifts someone else up. And you even asking me to come on and talk about this. That's lifting each other up. I'm passionate about that. And it does not take a lot no. to build up another woman. No. And it doesn't take a lot to show up for people. Just show up, right? That's what I'm passionate about. And a style, I mean, I love, I love changing people's mind about how they can present themselves just by walking down the street today with my pink and orange on. I love right? every bit of it. And everybody's like, and your gold glitter shoes. And my gold glitter <laughs> shoes, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> but people are like, it's snowing. You're wearing pink and orange. Yes. I'm like, if you wear it, it's gonna Spring come. Will come. <laughs> it's it's and like, oh my gosh, I never thought of it like that. I'm like, put some color on that. Until you see me tomorrow. <laughs> you're, gonna have a, you're gonna have yellow pink. I know white pants. <laughs> there you yellow go. Yellow blazer. I'm just rocking my room. That's what I mean. Like just start to think about what really matters to you in three words. Girl, I got two off right off the cuff. Tell me you said it. Time. That's my word of the year. Mm -hmm. You can't get time back. And I'm being laser focused this year on how I spend my time and who I spend my time with. Okay. Because I also think as a busy woman, yeah, you have a shortage of it. Mm -hmm. um, and the other one is passion. Mm -hmm. I'm, if I'm not passionate about it, I can't do it. Right. I mean, that's just, I don't, I don't fake well. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> either you're going to see it or you're not. And yeah. unfortunately, that's how it is. Yeah. But that third one, I feel like that's going to have to be a, like a TBD. Yeah. And you know what you could do if you really want to find out is ask someone oh, what they shit. think of you. Well, oh, I don't want to know. Do we want to report Yes, this? you do want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Would there not be a cut in this podcast? <laughs> this is going great. You've had way too much wine. We got to go. <laughs> ask someone. I mean, I'm going to tell you when I say your name, people think, enthusiasm they think she, you they say things like wow she's she's driven she's got a she's got it going on like Gina gets it done so think in terms of that right what other words you can you can use to describe it doesn't always have to be about work but right it's like what do people think of you right and then you'll know or if you find those words and then you you tell people <laughs> oh, and they're like oh that ain't you <laughs> You have no style. I could you imagine if I said, ooh, passion, compassion, and style, and people were like, style? Really? Did you see what you had on today? But thankfully, I know I look good, so I'm good. That's what I love about confident women. That's right. You have to be. And I'm thankful that I... Was your mom this confident? My mom... She was, but she had some situations where she was kind of broken down by relationships. Okay. And um, 
man, she, I remember when we, when I was growing up with her in the seventies, honey, oh. she wore, you know, she had the big Afro. She was like power to the people. She was very confident. And then remarrying and kind of living a small time, moving to a small town and living that small town life. She kind of conformed to that. Okay. But Gratefully, she set the foundation for me. So I never lost that. I was always pretty confident in my abilities and myself. Um, But when I really started to think I had my children young. So I was 22 when I had my twins, my first set of twins. Right? Surprise. Yeah. And I... That wait, back. you said first set. First, first set of kids. Oh, wait. I was like, wait a minute. Only, only one set of twins. I, I said that wrong. Um, my first kids were twins. And I sat there and I thought about what kind of kid I wanted to raise. Oh, that is the hardest job. Yeah. And you have to be intentional about that. There's no, oh, they're not raising themselves. So I was intentional that I was going to raise confident well-rounded, kind, and that was before the, oh, the kind is in. Right. I mean, intentional about that, and people that were Mm. going to make the world better. Yep. In some way, in their own little way. So they've they've pretty much always been confident, all of my my four children. So um, that's pretty exciting to see them as they're now grown. That's awesome. Because I'm an empty nester now. It's really cool. Girl. <laughs> but to see that they're confident enough, the twins now want to be comedians, or I should say they are comedians. They want to pursue it professionally and have that be their, their profession. Okay. So you know you got to be confident to get on a stage and tell jokes oh, yeah. and hope people laugh. Yes. And they are very funny, I must say. How old are they? They're 26. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. They're 26. And then boys. Boys. Yeah. And then my middle one, he is like the most charismatic, handsome guy. So confident in his abilities. I'll never remember. He came home from school one day. He was in fifth grade, came home and he goes, mom, I'm hot. I'm like, well, take your coat off. He goes, no, I'm Denzel hot. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. What is going on at that school? <laughs> That's awesome. That's so I'm awesome. like, all right, this boy's this one, got it. This he's one, good. This he's one okay. Too, he might have gone yeah. too far. We're going to have to reel this one in. Just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. He's still at it. He's still at it. I believe he thinks he's Denzel or whoever the new version of Denzel is now. Um, and then um, my daughter, my precious Your angel, last. my what? My, this girl, she's going to set the world on fire. She's so confident and and, I mean, she's a pageant girl, so mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any listeners out there that are pageant moms, but you know the confidence it takes to be judged oh, yeah. by people you don't know on your looks and your brains. Right. And what you're wearing all at the same right. time. That's a lot. That takes a lot. And this girl has um, <laughs> excelled at it, done it. She won Miss, Miss New York's Outstanding Teen, and she oh, is awesome. an outstanding teen. and off the college, um, scholarship. And she just, just had a birthday too, rocking it. Yes. And so she's 19 and wow. I'm an empty nester. I feel like sometimes she doesn't need me as much, but it's great to job. get those calls too. Like, wow, what job. should I do? But uh, yeah, so I'm just, I'm just pleased about that. Not saying they're perfect, but no. I can tell you they're confident and they're kind 
they're, they're what I set out to do. That's awesome. <laughs> Look at this. You're making yeah. your impact and your passion yes. and compassion. Yes. So they're <laughs> my legacy and dress for success is my legacy. So it's great. I didn't talk about my husband because if he listens to this, he'll want to hear his name. So that guy, I have to say, he supported me, told me, all right, you got a year where, you know, we'll cut back and do things so that you can get this um, business going. And it's been great to see um, the support I've gotten from him to keep going. He's, you know, really just is always there to help me keep going. And he cooks. Yes. The man can cook. That's awesome. I mean, who doesn't <laughs> want to come home from work and have your dinner. husband cooking dinner? That's awesome. Yeah. So uh -huh. I could, plus I also told him and my kids, I did it for 20 some odd years. I don't want to cook for people anymore. Exactly. That's like my mom. She was like, I did it when you guys were little. She's yeah, like, I I'm gave done. it and now yeah. my dad took it up. Yes. So that is the cool thing. But yeah, so yes, Michael. Uh, I'm well, giving you a shout out. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're going to have to wrap this up because yeah. well, basically we're done wine. with our wine. My wine glass is empty. <laughs> Thank you so much for our chat today. And if you want to so learn fun. more or connect with Elisa, the best way, you have two ways. You can do Facebook or Instagram. Mm -hmm. Facebook, you could hit up her personal page, which is Elisa Whitfield, or through the Dress for Success page, which is DFS Rochester. Or on Instagram, you can catch her at I own Elisa. So I O W N, and then her, her name, A L Y S S A. Mm -hmm. Of course, if you loved our chat today, go on and give us a rating on iTunes. And oh. thanks again, Alisa. Thank you, You're Gina. Welcome. This was so fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to do more. Oh, definitely. <laughs> There's a place for that. Don't you worry. Okay. <laughs>